So my name is Lenny Escobar. Uh, I'm the black guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who are you? I'm, I'm Cody Moulton. So the other guy doing the show. I'm the white guy. Uh, and so what I want to say about that is that it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that you got that pressure. Oh, okay. Everybody, you need to go watch The Rock. Just do it. It doesn't matter. It's actually really funny and great. It's fun. Yeah. Anyway. It doesn't matter. No, but... <laughs> Welcome to the In Black and White Show, where we just try to have natural conversations about life and the gospel of Jesus Christ. I am your host for today's episode, Cody J. Uh, that's it. And then I'm joined here with Lenny C. That's correct. Nice work. The co-host. I am the co-host. Yeah, so you're the host and I'm the co-host. Yeah, you're the co-host. So and I'm a co-host. So it's like, we're no, both, no. you know, that's no, no, you, you basically said like, you're the pilot and yeah. I'm the co-pilot. I am the Lord host. You're the, <laughs> you're the king. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, you know, also here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also here. <laughs> <clears throat> um, okay. Well, that's going to be it. No, we'll cut it out. Mm-hmm. This didn't happen. Um, anyway, welcome everyone. What is it? 11.39 PM. 11.39. What a great time to record a podcast about Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, everyone says the spirit goes to bed at midnight. Oh, well, we got 20 minutes. We're going to find out. <laughs> and I think we're going to be fine. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny? It's like those little, I'm pretty sure that that's like, that's such a church culture thing. Like the spirit goes to bed at I midnight. Know. You know, yeah, it's yeah, just it like, really that's it's crazy. It's funny to me. Yeah. It's like, you know. Like, oh, yeah, I remember reading that in yeah. the, what, the Book of Mormon. Oh, it was the Pearl of Great Price. Yeah. Yeah, the Pearl. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, it's in there. And Abraham's about to get murdered. He's like, oh, spirit went to bed. Spirit's going like, can you like, can you pray now? Because I'm going to be gone in two minutes. And then he does. <laughs> and then the altar breaks. And he's, he's he's good. He's fine. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. Um, Just so everybody knows, by the way, we've been writing music. And by we, I mean mostly me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> mostly Lenny. I put drums to it. But yeah. it's been sounding super good. Yeah, it's it's pretty fun. Like uh, we're we're having a good time, aren't we? Um, yeah. So yeah, this is our shameless plug for the music that we're writing together. Yeah. Um, but uh, not that's not coming out soon. So we'll keep you posted. It's not. Yeah. Yeah, we'll keep you posted. But you're here to to consume content. Yeah. About the gospel. Yeah. And natural conversations. But this this is content, and it it does have some doctrinal applications. You, it's it's definitely true, definitely true. It, it does have some some things that uh, I think help you to reconcile, or at least help helped me to reconcile some things that have been happening yeah. in my life thus far. You see, yeah. So you know, I'm sure we'll we'll drop some more nuggets as we go. But yeah, uh, it's been ex- it's been fun. We're like deep in it right yeah, now. Yeah, like five songs deep. Yeah, six is, songs deep. Six. That's right. Six yeah, songs. six songs deep. So. Yeah, it's insane. So anyway, um, so shameless plug. All right, thanks for coming, everyone. Um, you know, it sounds like it feels like this is like this late night radio show right now. It we're does. Just like, <clears throat> we're just yeah. like, hey, welcome to the In Black and White show. Especially because we're starting to get kind of raspy. Yeah, we're like, hey, Yo. welcome everyone here to 97.9 KSL yeah. FM. 
We're happy to be here. Happy you're joining us at this late hour. We're going to give you some news and facts about uh, the gospel. And then we're going to play some smooth jazz. Smooth jazz. <laughs> 97.9 oh, Debris. Yeah. Debris? I don't know. Debris, I think is. Oh, the breeze is much oh, better. Oh, the breeze. I thought you said debris. I, I, I thought, I've always thought it was debris. Oh, I kind of like debris. Yeah, it's like 97.9 debris. 97.7 garbage can. <laughs> you know, I like it. <laughs> anyway, oh. I was told, um, before we get into Would You Rather, it's supposed to be a short episode because it's freaking late, but uh, but I'm going to rant here for a minute. Mm-hmm. I was told on a call at work like a week ago, or maybe it was two weeks ago, by one of the project managers with the client. They're like, like you, you have a voice for radio. And I was like, really? Hey. So, funny thing. And then I just plugged the, I'm just kidding, I didn't do that. Did not plug the podcast. But, uh, you know, I was I was tickled by that at first until I realized she was calling me ugly. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, she wasn't. <laughs> uh, well, so. she was. Yeah. Yeah. No, she was, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Look at me. Well, You're looking at me right now. No, I am, but they yeah. can't see you. Yeah, everybody, Guys, just take my word for it. Season five is being recorded in the same room. Yeah. Oh man, it's great. It's, it's awesome. It's pretty nice. All right. Okay. Here's the would you rather, real quick, and then uh, then we're jumping in to this thing. Would you rather? Would you rather? Where the freak did it go? <laughs> would you rather witness the beginning of the world or the End of the world. Oh, the beginning, hundred percent. Really? Yeah. Like, does, does that mean the creation, or does that mean like the Garden of Eden kind of a thing? Oh, that's a good question. Would I'm gonna think? say I'm gonna say creation. Like, so, I think so. Wit- so viewing it from afar. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Okay. So this is this is like just the the gospel according to Lenny, but uh, pretty sure that we were all there watching. Yeah. And pretty sure that we, you know it was like we were watching the creation. Like we were just like sitting there being like. Yeah. Whoa! What's you know, good? Spiritual popcorn. And, yeah, spiritual popcorn. <laughs> Believe those are called nuggets. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyways, spiritual nuggets. Spiritual okay. <laughs> but yeah, I. But just in just in this question, I would my, I would see the the creation of the world, the beginning of the world. Although seeing the end would be pretty crazy, and I might choose that if I wasn't a little bit scared of it. Yeah, one is definitely more. Um, they they both have happy outcomes. Definitely, definitely. But the creation is. There's nothing sad about the creation. There's there's not a, there's not a sad thing about it, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, just just about like, I mean, basically, it's what what it represents, right? Yeah. Like the whole everything that the creation represents, it doesn't have any negative connotations yeah. to it. But the end of the you know the end of the earth. Does have? I mean, it's a happier thing. It's a happy thing still, but it does have some negative connotation to it, right? Yeah, we know there's going to be suffering and mm-hmm. trials and blah, right, you know. exactly. Yeah, but you can also even argue that the creation of the world is also there's going to be suffering and trials and everything too. I mean, that was a celebration. You're just of that too, too innocent to realize what yeah. it feels like yet. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Maybe I don't know. You imagine you're like. Yeah, we get to have trials. <laughs> Actually, you probably were like that. No, like, we probably were. Yeah. Did you feel like that before your mission? Because for me, I was like on the plane flying to, to Pittsburgh, and I was like, Frig, yeah, dude, I'm going to knock doors. I ain't scared of nobody. <laughs> stab me. I hope I have a stab story I can come home and tell. Yeah. And then the plane landed, and yeah. I was like, no. 
I don't want that at all. The first rejection I got at the door, I was like, wow, that cut me deep. I don't <laughs> want that to ever happen again. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think I think you're absolutely I think I, I can relate to that, but like, yeah, I'm gonna be this missionary and it's gonna be it's gonna be so cool. It's gonna be so cool to to walk forty five miles and be able to tell people like I walk forty five miles without any shoes yeah. and with my shoes and I can gold plate my shoes at the end because they're worn out. Yeah. Then when you're on the mission, you're like, Man, I wish I had better shoes right now. <laughs> yeah. my wish shoe. I had a bike. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. <laughs> yeah, for not sure. that not not to say, you know, we, we loved our missions obviously, but but it's work, man. Mm-hmm. Definitely work. Um, anyway, okay. Well, same question to you. Like, so what, yeah. you, what are you thinking? I don't. I don't know, man. Like, I, I if you ask teenage me this, I'd be like the end of the world, hands down. Mm-hmm. I was so stoked. Me and my buddies were on like, a, um, we were on, we were stage crew for a play in mm-hmm. junior high. Yeah. And and so we'd we'd do our thing. We'd move stuff on the stage, and we'd wait fifteen minutes between certain acts. And uh, we just chat behind the bleachers. And a lot of our chats centered around the end of the world. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> why. Just, just having a good time about like talking we, to the end of the world? Yeah, we like talked about the blood moon and everything. <laughs> the like, blood moon. Oh, like, dude, this is, you know. And we got we got super stoked about it. Yeah. Um, now, now I am elderly. And I have offspring. And I'm like, you know. Like the pandemic hit a couple of years ago, which is weird to say a couple of years ago with that. Was that uh, a couple? Is it a couple of years was ago? A couple of years ago, dude. I guess it hit 2020, didn't it? 2020 of March. Oh. Is when we started seeing it here. Oh, snap. But, That's uh, true. Wow. But na- when that happened, I was like, oh, come on, Lord. Like, I- I'm, I'm like kind of getting situated here. Like, I don't really want to, <laughs> I don't want to deal with this, you know, and which is, which is, I don't know. I, I just remember being like, it's, it became a little more real to me that uh, there's a lot of challenges that are going to come before the end. So I think I, uh, ah, well, I'm just going to pick the end. I'm going to stick with it. Okay. Because uh, I'm not a weenie like you. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. No, I, I, th- I just, this is, this is, my my mind is framed around it, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know that I would enjoy it more, but I think I am more framed and prepared for it than I haven't really prepared for the creation. I'm sure maybe I did. I just don't remember. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All right, so that was a fun. That was a fun one. Yeah, I like that one. It was gospel themed. All right, everyone, we're gonna get into the meat of this. The kind of we're gonna get to the bread. We're gonna get to like the mayonnaise. <laughs> for just a minute, because we have two segments. Well, maybe we're just we're just gonna get to the gray. Yeah, with the gray. Yeah, yeah. The gray is our first segment, and then we'll get into the black and white of it, which is the doctrinal, the doctrinal response. Yeah, to a good, legitimate, sincere question. So I think uh, this is good. Just before we even jump on, just as a, a a reminder to our listeners, we're doing we're if you've been following us. We're doing something that we're doing a little differently this season. So on our first episode, we we teased it. We're going to continue doing it. Basically, we're changing the format just a little bit. So we're actually talking about the gray, which is a question that we've been given uh, from ourselves, from our own studies, but mostly from all of you who are listening and who we want you to be a, a, a contributing member to to the podcast. We want to create this community of asking hard questions and having natural and honest conversation about them. Yeah. I mean, not necessarily like obviously it's not necessarily just about, you know, I mean we're always we are we are open to talking about church history and all of the things that people have questions about there. 
but it's also just like hard things, hard things to reconcile um, with testimonies or with principles of the gospel. Like we want to talk about it. Right. Keep in mind always that the the views and the and the the opinions that are expressed here are not necessarily um, endorsed or or held officially by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Although we are members of that church, um, so we don't speak officially for the church whatsoever. But we do try to keep our comments in line with the doctrine and the principles found uh, in the teachings of the, of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Right. So, uh, just want to put out that disclaimer, but may, but also, you know, kind of keep ourselves accountable. Right. Well, and that's why we we want to end always with the the meat segment, which is the black and white of it. The doctrines and the principles of the gospel are black and white. Now, there's there's questions we have. There's uh, unique circumstances and situations we encounter. These are gray situations with with how we apply gospel living and gospel standards. Um, so we want to we want to touch on both, you know, and and you'll see. So the, the, for example, the question for this today's episode: How do you reconcile the commandment to be perfect, but you're not going to be perfect on earth? So I've heard this before. I've heard it in, at church or online, where people are like, it's contradictory to say, Jesus says. Be therefore perfect. And then also to go to general conference and they're like, hey, yo, you're, you're not going to be perfect, you know. Well, I mean, you're not going to be perfect. Yeah, it's true. I forgot. So, so the reason we're, you know, <laughs> Lenny is our resident expert on perfection. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like bringing in an expert. <laughs> That's right. <yeah. laughs> but um, but it is, it is con- it's almost, and maybe we'll have an episode about the garden with Adam and Eve where mm-hmm. God's like, Hey, don't eat that fruit. And then secretly he's like, I don't know. I kind of want you to eat that fruit, you know, get the ball rolling here. Yeah. Um, it's the same thing though. It's good. It seems contradictory, mm-hmm. but, but it's not. Yeah. Well, let's talk about this, this question. Cause uh, this comes from, uh, um, I don't want to get the shout out wrong. Um, but I believe it comes from, uh, Stephen. Well, Stephen has asked this question yeah. and talking and about it. You know what? Stephen's contributing to this podcast right now. Yes, he is contributing. Because what are you using over there, Lenny? What's that? Oh, I'm I'm actually using everything that I'm recording on is Stephen's equipment. Yeah. So thank you, Stephen. Wait, all of it is? Yeah, like the microphone. No, it's not. Is it really? Yeah, the microphone, oh, the wow. filter, and the stand. Oh, thanks, Stephen. Oh, is that his big gulp? <laughs> oh yeah, you got his big gulp too. Right. <laughs> yeah, also I'm, I drove his car here as well. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, let, let's talk about that. Yeah. Now this is a this is actually there's a lot of connotations, a lot of a lot of depths to this question because I think it, I feel like it doesn't only just touch on you know the contradictory part of of being perfect. Christ said, "Be be be therefore perfect as as, as I am," and then. You know, we we also are faced with we we can't actually be perfect in this life, and that we're not expected to be perfect in this life. Um, but we have this too. But what I what I feel like is there's a lot of this because those two contradict each other, and then it kind of gets to this this thing of like you just feel like you can't be good enough. You're not good enough to to uh, you know like there there's this this feeling of you have to be always doing good or doing better in order to you know, progress. And, right. and sometimes I think people get burnt out about that, yeah. you know, they get burnt out, especially like, you know, magnify your calling and then you, and then, right. and, or like be a, a minister and, and do this and do that. And there's a lot of expectation that I think rides 
in this question. There's a lot of expectation, mm-hmm. a lot of, and I think it's you know self-imposed. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, self-imposed because of how we think we understand what other people are trying to say to yeah. us or about what the it. scriptures are saying or what the scriptures are saying. Yeah. I think um, I think we we put a little bit of the philosophies of men on that. And, 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 and that's just because that's how we think, you know, mm-hmm. we think tangibly, we think, uh, if, if, if Jesus says, be therefore perfect, then it's like, all right, like, ob- obviously the ideal is that we don't make any more mistakes, but there's a difference between the ideal and there's a difference between the standard and, um, uh, reality, you know? Mm-hmm. And 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 I think it's important to know. And that's actually my first point here. Mm-hmm. When we get into the black and white. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's, let's dig in. So this this ties in right with with my first thought. That um, and this actually ties in with "Come Follow Me." We're having right now. So Genesis six, seven, eight. You know, we're in that section talking about Noah in the last week, and uh, in Genesis six, verse nine. It says Noah was someone who was perfect. The Hebrew translation defines that as complete, whole, having integrity. Okay? And then it also says later that Abraham was perfect. Now, we've heard of we've heard flaws about Abraham in his life. So we already know that the definition of perfect and our understanding of perfect aren't the same as it is used in the Bible. Mm. Uh, we have evidence of that right, the, right before our eyes. Um so also in the Greek, it's, it means complete, finished, fully developed. So so the question, not the question, the, the point for me is, is, is really this understanding of perfection, as you said earlier, it tends to be weigh on us more heavily because it is self-imposed. And, and I'm not, not trying to say I had to criticize people in their way of thinking so much as, well, yeah, kind of, because the truth of the matter is this isn't what, this isn't what God is saying, which means it is... It is it is a it is a false teaching to think that being perfect means you don't make mistakes. Um, um, now context matters, right? Being perfect one day should mean that we're not going to be making sin. We're not going to be we're not going to be sinning and all that, right? But right now we tend to frame it as an ideal. And as a standard in a destructive way rather than a constructive way. Mm-hmm. So my my point is always I don't ever think that we should have we should lower standards because they're challenging. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't think you should lower standards and lower ideals because they're hard. I don't think it helps anybody become better per se. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what it comes to for me anyway. I don't know if you. Yeah, well, I think about it. What I think about. This whole thing is, you were, you were mentioning, you were uh, talking about context. Context matters. Context matters in everything. Mm-hmm. I think in, especially when we look at this. So Christ in this, when he was saying to be therefore perfect, he and I am, he's teaching people. He was teaching people about like what the standard of of the type of life that somebody was supposed to be live. So what, what I feel he was talking about was his quality of life. His character, his his the 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 example that he is setting. Now, when he's saying like "be therefore perfect," it, it it wasn't it wasn't like, okay, now tomorrow you cannot make any more mistakes. It was like to me, he's saying that 
start your journey toward me now. Right. Yeah. That's really, that's, I feel like that's what he's saying. It's like, start your journey toward me now. Now, this actually brings me to, to, my, to my point. One of my points is uh, from, this comes from as Brad. As a professional. Yes, as a professional on perfection. <laughs> <laughs> actually comes from conference, uh, Brad Wilcox's talk. Yeah, yeah. So just the so first good. title. First title, worthiness is not flawlessness. Right. And what, what I, what I want to say in our case, so one of the things I want to make sure is that Christ is perfect. He was perfect. He lived a perfect life, right. which allowed him to be an example but that's what he was an example. And he is the ideal, the standard, as you were saying, yeah. that we're supposed we're going to live up to. Right. But he's also the son of God. And we are uh, we are sons and daughters of God. But we weren't we are not the son of God. Right. So we're not the only begotten. The only yeah. begotten, exactly. So therefore, his what he was supposed to do is different than what we are supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, his purpose was to be an example. Our purpose is to become like him. Yeah, yeah So yeah. that's why he was given the ability to be perfect. Yeah. And we are given the ability to become perfect too, but just not as fast. Yeah. And that's that's the whole point. Maybe we just need to take time out of this whole thing. And maybe that's what I'm, what I'm getting at. Because, I mean, I, I don't want to say that our understanding of the word perfect right. is that it doesn't mean be perfect. Right, you know? exactly, yeah. Because the scriptures say be whole and full and all this good stuff. And that's that's more color on what perfection is. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not to say that perfection isn't not sinning. Sorry about the double negative. Yeah. It does mean... <laughs> you look offended when I said yeah, I was, that. Yeah, I was offended. I was like, are you kidding me? And I wouldn't have picked that up if we weren't in person right now. <laughs> um, but, but the fact that, you know... Perfection is to to not 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 be sinning anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, and but but on but on your point with with um like we need to take time out of it because when when God says when Jesus says be therefore pervert he's not saying and go. Did you say be therefore pervert? That's what it really sounded like that. I, I'm pretty sure I did not. <laughs> Um, we'll find out in post. <laughs> and if I did, no one will know. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but, but in that moment, he's not saying be perfect right now. He's not saying be perfect tomorrow. He's not saying be perfect in a week. He's like, oh, you got you got a pornography addiction? Be perfect right now. He's not saying that. You know, he's saying this is your standard. This is your goal. I want you to work towards this. I want this to be your purpose. I think what what is so critical, I think that you just said, is that we as mortals, as humans, have a have a, a a an ability, but also kind of a hindrance of putting time frames on stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do that all the time. We all we put our own time frame. We put our own expectation, and it's usually an expectation of time. If I'm going to be honest, I think you know, like we have to have. This by this date, we right. went by this age, or you know, like that kind of stuff. But really, I think that's critical. What you said there is that uh, the the standard is there. He set the example. Christ is the example, and he said, "Be therefore perfect." But nowhere in the scriptures did he say, like you said, "Be therefore perfect in your life." Yeah. He didn't even say that. He didn't even right. say, "Be you have to be have, be your be perfect sometime in your life." He just said, "Be therefore perfect." Set it as a standard. Right. You know, it's well. It's the same. It's, so this is my my other thought that I noticed while I was studying for this. Um, we are unfairly putting pressure on the commandment to be perfect 
as compared to every single other commandment we're giving. So think about this. We do that, and I do this. I'm sure we've all felt this at times. We get hard on, we, you know, we we get we, we're hard on ourselves when we aren't doing the best that we can be doing, right? We're hard on ourselves when we aren't being perfect. We're trying to overcome a bad habit. And we keep falling short. So you're hard on yourself. But the problem is we internally, I think, we frame the commandment to be perfect unfairly compared to other commandments. We have we have a whole bunch of other commandments, okay? One of the commandments is um, don't bear false witness. Mm -hmm. Don't lie. Yeah. Guess what? We all probably lie a little bit, okay? You <laughs> you could be the guy who's like, yeah, I'm going to be there in five minutes. You're going to be there in like 30 minutes. You know? <laughs> That's a lie, okay? I mean, yeah. It's is it malicious? No. No, it's not malicious. Um, there's other lies that are obviously worse, um, but that's an that's an example, Kate. So we have this commandment. So we we know that we're not keeping that commandment perfectly. Does it mean we shouldn't be given the commandment in the first place? Mm. No, it doesn't. I think we're we're more fair to that commandment. We're more realistic when we look at it and say, okay, God says don't lie. That's something we should try to be doing. So at the same time, when He says be perfect, we should do the same thing. We should try. We should have that as our purpose, as our goal, move that direction. Mm -hmm. But also, don't be like, "Oh, here's a here's a here's a label on my my tomorrow due date perfection." <laughs> one of the things I think is is important, and one of the things that I thought about um, is really identifying a little bit more about what perfection means. You know, like you, we kind of talked about like being whole and you know and and sinless and all that. But I also, I want to take that and shift that definition a little bit and, and apply it to the Savior because he is perfect and he is the definition of, of perfection. And now, now that we have like him as, as the standard, let's break him down and what his characteristics and his, his attitudes and character are. I think that is what, yeah. the, the, what it means to be perfect is to develop the, your attributes, the, the attributes of Christ. Once we start doing that, then like once we, that is our journey toward perfection yeah. is to become more like as humble as he is, as patient, as loving and right. as charitable. Like those are the things. And I think, I think that um, sometimes we just view this whole thing as this big, massive thing, this big, massive it's, goal. It's abstract. Right. It's hard to wrap your head around. We talked about this earlier. Mm -hmm. You mentioned something that was like a failure. And so we're talking about, okay, well, why is it a failure? Did we do? Have you defined what failure is in this experience? And if you haven't, then it's easy to slap a failure label onto it. But it's the same with the command to be perfect. Like it can be easy to not feel like we're making any progress because we haven't defined it. We don't know what it looks like. Yeah, exactly. And and I think that that's um, here. I'm going to read a quote here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Do you want me to read it? Because I know you can't read. It. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, one of those things is like, I actually thought you were like, oh, yeah, let's, let's, uh, you know, I'm going to say something real, but no, you're just yeah, going to insult I, me. I sold you on it. Yeah, you sold me on it. That's what yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, no, okay, so this is from the same talk I was talking about. Um, uh, Worthiness is not flawless by uh, Brad. What's that? Worthiness is not. <laughs> Worthiness is not flawlessness. <laughs> okay, there we go. Right, was yeah. that? By Brad Wilcox. You're just excited to read it. Yeah. Um, and then, so Ella, uh, I think yeah, El, uh, brother Elder Wilcox. 
Elder Will, yeah, yeah, he's seventy. Is he seventy? Mm-hmm. Mm, I thought he was a second. He's a counselor. No, the... dude, he's seventy. I'm pretty sure he's the second counselor. Mm-hmm. In the... Okay, no, dude. So, uh, Elder Wilcox. El- Elder Wilcox yeah. was actually quoting Elder Bruce C. Hafen and said that developing a Christ-like character requires patience and persistence more than it requires flawlessness. Yeah. So I want to use that in the sense of. If we're using Christ as the 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 standard of perfect, so like to be therefore perfect is to be is to become a to become like Christ, to become a Christ-like person, and that requires patience and persistence more than it requires flawlessness. Yeah. Doing all the things correctly, right? You know, so I I love that because I think it puts it in perspective of of you can start you can take pressure off of yourself. To be perfect, and and I want to actually take that and put it into another context, like this like black and white. Yeah, we're gonna put it into a toaster. Bake it a little bit. Um, I want to talk about just the unrealis- unrealistic expectations that I think that we put on ourselves because of our perceived or maybe not perceived um, social construct of the church. Yeah. So I, let's, for example, you know, there's a lot of programs in the church. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot of social pressure in the church. Um, just be real about that. Right. And some of that, I think a lot of it is self-imposed. And I think a lot of it is because it's self-imposed, it's imposed on others. Mm-hmm. And so what I want to say about that is that it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that you got that pressure. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Everybody, you need to go watch The Rock. Just do it. Doesn't matter. It's actually really funny and great. It is funny. Yeah. Anyways, it doesn't matter. (laughs) No, but (laughs) but all of those things don't matter. And I know it feels like it does, but I want to say that if those are the things that are holding you back, if the culture of this this perfection culture or like doing like you don't feel like you are a that you're a hundred percent there, but you have this social pressure to do something. For example, you don't know if you have a testimony of the book of Mormon and you feel a social pressure to have a testimony of the book of Mormon. I'm going to, I'm going to give you permission right now. Like you don't have to have a testimony of the book of Mormon. You don't have to. And I know that you feel like you do because of your family or, or spouse or whatever, but you don't need to. It's not, you, you don't have to do it. But what I will say is it is your choice whether or not you want to or not. And so the, the, there's a Christ-like commandment, be therefore perfect. And I can guarantee you by having a testimony of the Book of Mormon or any of the gospel will help you get to that point and will influence and it will enhance your life. But I'm going to give you permission that there's no social, you don't have to do it. Right. You don't have to do this. But it's worth it. You should do it. Or no, Sorry. I'm not going to shit on anybody. Ooh, I, that sounded a yeah, little no weird. Shouldn't. No shouldn't around. Yeah. I'm going to say. Well, here's the thing, though. You could. I, should does impose pressure, mm-hmm. you know. And that's where some of these social constructs you're talking about come from. Mm-hmm. For better and for worse. And um, and, and I, I, think it's, I think it's okay to say, to, to know something's good and to invite somebody to do it. But also to be compassionate that, like you said, be sincere and, and don't do it for the wrong reasons. 
and um, if if you're not ready, if you if you need to pause or whatever, you need to take a step back. But ultimately, you know, truth is truth, and we want to encourage people to do truth. So I think uh, you know, I I I I I I I yeah 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 you know. And here's here's what here's what I would say about that too. Yeah yeah yeah. Um, you know, not using the word should. Yeah. But I like I want to say it like this. I want to yeah I want to say it like that. You don't have to do it, but you could experience the joy of get, receiving a testimony of knowing that God lives yeah. and that Christ is the Savior, and that uh, you could—that's a better way to put it—you could gain like so that. much more. You you can gain a testimony that you don't have to be perfect. That even though your testimony, you may have one testimony, one bit that you believe that families are forever, are eternal, and that's it. You could have that, and you could develop something more. Yeah, and I think that's what that's what I'm saying. You could, yeah, yeah. like take that 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 commandment, that pressure, take it off of yourself, and make it an opportunities instead of pressures. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Coulds instead of instead of shoulds. You know, they both have their place, and they can both be interpreted differently. But I think I think could is a good way to look at. It. Now, I had another thought. Yeah, um, let's go. And maybe we'll we'll wrap up after this. Yeah, one. yeah. But uh, I remember on my on my mission, good people of PA, a lot of good Christians out there, mm-hmm. and they're great. Yeah, and uh, we had a good conversation with this guy once, and he used this on multiple missionaries before, and I think I think he looked at it as kind of like a gotcha thing. Yeah, and uh, and it's worth thinking about. Because he 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 had some good good questions asked. He said, because he's he's a non-denominational Christian, so he believed that he was saved by Jesus, and it doesn't matter. He, he accepted Jesus into his heart. Doesn't matter what he does, he's saved. There it was an event that happened, and 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 he's been saved. Whereas in in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, we think about being saved. Um, like Christ performed the atonement to save us all. We do need to accept Christ into our heart. We need to accept him. We need to, and part of our belief in that is that we, we show that acceptance through a ceremony or something like a baptism and through other ways that we further follow Christ. And we do view it a little more progressively instead of as like a one-time event. And so this guy's question was like, if you really believe in the grace of God or the grace of Jesus... And you went outside and you got hit by a car. Do you believe you'd go to heaven immediately because you've accepted Jesus? Or do you think that you wouldn't? And uh, because other people's interpretations of how we understand grace, they thought that we would we would be like, oh, no, we, we don't. Who can I say if I'm going to heaven or not? You know, we've still got the, the post-world life and whatever and blah, blah. And the realization I had when he asked that question is like, yeah, I think I, I think I would be in in heaven I think I'd go to heaven I'm confident I would only because exactly what you said earlier it matters more about your effort and your your direction this is a question about direction not on position mm, okay mm, mm, mm. so it's there's not a position of I'm past the acceptance line for Christ rather it's I'm I'm pointed at Christ that's that's the grace line. And that that's how it is. That's how we believe it. Even if you're not baptized, 
even if you've never heard the church, if you're pointed at Christ, then His grace is going gonna, is gonna to carry you through those ordinances, through everything else that you need. He's got stuff in place to make sure that all happens. So perfection isn't required in this life, right? Direction, direction is 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 asked for. Mm-hmm. I'll say it that way. Yeah, and I think that's a that's a beautiful way of saying that. Yeah, you know, and I think I it's actually a really bold way of saying that perfection isn't asked for in this life, but it's set as a standard. You know, like that's mm-hmm. where we're going. Right. That's the direction. That's the uh, that's where we're pointed. And without without the standard, you don't have the direction. And you know, I've thought about this scripture. I've said about that commandment a lot. And to me, what that means is just like be therefore like I am. That's like he could have he could have just said that. And but the the word perfect was used to make sure that that title also belonged to him, mm. and he is that title. And so therefore. We be like him, so like, I think that's the reason why I feel like it was like that. That is, it was like a title for him. He is that standard. But if we think about it in the actual relation, it's him. We 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 focus on him. We face him. We focus on getting to him, not to perfection. Yeah, I like that connection over uh, right. Whoa, connection over perfection. Connection over perfection. Is a t-shirt idea that yeah. we have. No, well, no, connection, maybe no. not connection over perfection. Connection. Because I don't want to pit connection against yeah, perfection. Yeah, no, connection to perfection. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Connection, yeah. Okay, so Maybe just the... connection. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. No, maybe we just connect. Yeah. Connect four. But connect five. Tic-tac-toe. So, Three in a row. So <laughs> the, the point being that I think I, I like what you said there, and that's a good place to end right there. Mm-hmm. Be therefore as Christ is. Is he is perfection? Look to him and have him be your standard. It doesn't mean doesn't mean you're going to be perfect in his life. It doesn't mean beat yourself up if you have a bad habit and you fall into it again. That's not what Christ is saying. You know, and even I. Sorry, I want to say one last thing, just because one of the things the the thing about our our podcast this season is that we want to build people's faith and. Uh, these are hard questions that we have, people that people have, and you know they can be stumbling blocks for a testimony, for activity, for the blessings, you know. And I just want to say that if it is a stumbling block, one of the things that I would I, I want to encourage anybody who is struggling is is that um, it doesn't matter. <laughs> just kidding. It doesn't matter that you're struggling. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Um, but what I want to because it's in a, it's not appropriate. What I do want to encourage is that that it is about Christ. And I think that if anybody is struggling, that we stay, we take it at a step at a time. Remove all the pressure from yourself and you start one thing at a time. And what I would recommend and that I would implore, exhort, if I'm even able to do that, is to focus on Christ. And then Christ will tell you all the things that you should do. He will tell you, what you could do and what you could gain, um, but we start with Christ. Oh man, it, that reminds me of this, the scripture in Nephi. We, we talk right. of Christ, we preach of Christ, we we look to Christ and we teach of Christ. I, I'm doing the yeah. order wrong. 
to know what where we can teach our children to retain remission of their sins. Yep. Oh man, I think you know, that's that's the most important. So, and Christ is the definition of perfection. Yeah, yeah. Amen to that. So, hopefully that uh, if anyone else has had that question, hopefully that adds some some uh, I don't know some 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 thoughts and things to consider. Um, from a gospel context to that, obviously we're not we we've never we've never claimed to to be like gurus that you go to and they answer your questions. But we want to the reason our podcast and then we open every freaking episode with you know we're here to talk and have natural conversations about the gospel. This is meant to just add to the conversation, and um, the conversation should be ongoing in your own personal circles and and whatnot. Or, you know, message us and we'll continue the conversation. But uh, um, the point is, we should be talking about these things. And hopefully uh, talking here is, is useful. So if you have any questions, um, please send them to us. Again, we aren't doing it. We're not recording a single episode unless we have a question from somebody. So please send them in. You can uh, send them to our, uh, through, to our Twitter account at IBW Podcast, on Facebook at IBW Podcast. Um, we have our email in black and white podcast at gmail.com. Any of those places will get us. Um, so please submit those, reach out. We want to involve, um, you know, we want this to be for and about you guys. Honestly. We, we want to create another community, yeah. um, another commu- community that is supportive of questions, supportive yeah. of of discussion and supportive of faith building and supportive of all that. And, um, and we want, we want people who feel like they're super strong. And we want people who are, who feel like they're super weak because there's a place for everybody in the Lord's church. Yeah. Struggling concerns, even if they're not real concerns, even if they're just questions you've had, they don't really impact your faith, but whatever, if they do impact your faith, we still want to hear them. We still want to uh, talk about them. So, yeah, we'll get into heavier stuff later on. This isn't the heaviest one, but uh, um, this, this, the, the point of this isn't to talk about heavy things because they're heavy. The point is to have conversation about things that keep us thinking in, in, in the gospel context, whether for as a challenge or as, a, as a, just something to think about. All right, so thanks for listening, everyone. We appreciate ya. We loved ya. We loved ya. And... Uh, God is good. Godspeed, everybody.